You're listening to The State of Work, the podcast by Lano. The State of Work is about finding your place in the changing world of work as an individual or an organization. In each episode, we dive into some of the benefits and limitations we face when it comes to remote and flexible work. We talk about how we work, how we hire and manage people, and how we live in this increasingly global workplace. I'm your host, Maddie Duke, and for this episode, I spoke to Shensi Ding and Gil Feig, co-founders of Merge. Merge provides a developer-friendly unified API that allows B2B companies to integrate with all HR, payroll, recruitment, and accounting platforms. Having recently raised 4.5 million in seed funding, Shensi and Gil are busier than ever managing the rapid growth of Merge. They took some time out of their day to talk with me about their journey so far as co-founders and how Merge's unified API is helping to solve integration issues for their customers, allowing them to spend less time developing integrations and more time on their own products, while also giving them better access to new markets. Welcome, Shansi and Gil. So great to have you here with me on the State of Work today. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm really glad that we've got you here on the on the podcast with us. Um, now I know you just opened a new office in New York. Where are you joining us from today? Yes, we're both in San Francisco today. Okay, cool. Um, and it must be early morning for you, ish, right? Yeah, it's nine a.m. here. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. glad it's on you. Not okay. too early. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So as the founding team of Merge, um, I'd really love to get from from your point of view, the story of Merge and, and how you've gotten to where you are today. Yeah. Well, so Gil and I have known each other for around 10 years or so. So uh, we've known each other for quite a while. We actually met freshman year of college way back in the day in New York City. Uh, we were in all the same classes, group projects, social group. We were both studying computer science. And uh, we actually were engineering student council class president and vice president our senior year. Uh, wow. so yeah, so we've worked together before, you know, <laughs> playing uh, senior events. Great. Still our claim to fame. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Still very transitive to API integrations. <laughs> um, and we obviously kept in touch ever since. Um, after school, I ended up wanting to focus a little bit more on the business side. So did investment banking out in New York and then moved to San Francisco to join Silver Lake's investment team. After that, joined a company called Expanse as the chief of staff to the CEO. There, I was working directly with the executive team. So got to see a lot of what the company priorities were, what everyone was like worried about what everyone was focused about, focused on, and what really excited about. And one of the things that kept coming up was integrations. So because we were in the cybersecurity space, every time an issue popped up in our platform, our customers wanted to be able to export those issues into whatever ticketing service that they used, whether it was ServiceNow, Jira, you name it. And we didn't have any integrations. So we were really struggling on the sales side. It was really frustrating for our executive team. And so we hired a full team of engineers just to focus on integrations. And it was also really expensive. It took a really long time. Yeah, man. At the same time, I, you know, after school went straight into tech. So worked at LinkedIn for a few years and then a RoboBank, uh, Wealthfront, RoboInvestor. And then finally after that, decided I wanted, you know, a true, really small startup. So decided to join as the first engineer Um, founding engineer at a company called Jumpstart, now Canvas, which is a diversity recruiting platform. And while I was there, you know, saw saw a lot of things as head of engineering. I was managing at some point a team of 15 engineers. And despite having such a big team, we also face this huge problem with integrations, in our case, having to build applicant tracking system integrations. So that's Lever, Greenhouse, Jobvite, iSIMS, Taleo, all of those. And 
Every time we had to build one, we started seeing issues come up with the previous one and we were seeking partnerships and it just involved the whole org, sales, post-sales, product design. And we were spending so much time on these integrations. It got to the point where we felt like we were more of an integrations business than a diversity recruiting platform. And it was stopping us from really achieving our mission. And one night, you know, me and Chenzi had been doing our weekly sweet green dinners since college. And uh, at one of those, she noticed that I looked pretty worn out and was like, what's going on? told her the story, told her the problem we were facing. And we realized in that moment that despite working in very different industries, you know, with very different integration needs, we were facing a very, very, very similar problem. And so we did a bunch of research nights, weekends, and found that this was a problem that spanned many B2B verticals and decided to tackle the integrations problem. Yeah, that's amazing. One thing that really stands out to me, stood out to me at the start is like, I, I don't know that I've ever met um, uh, pe people that have, met in college and done group work together and actually like <laughs> seamlessly worked together and maintained friendships and and business relationships even like what a story um super inspiring and you know it makes a lot of sense that you know you've combined your skills and backgrounds to 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 work on merge together when did you say merge uh, you founded merge sorry around one year ago we just had our one year anniversary Wow. And what like huge growth you've had in the last year. That's, that's epic. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's been very exciting. <laughs> how do you think things would have been, how do you think things would have been different if you had have started Merge, like say five years ago, instead of in the last year, like what sorts of challenges are you or your customers experiencing now that you think would be, would have been different in a pre COVID world? Yeah. So I think one thing that really helped us was focus. To be honest, during COVID, there wasn't a ton to do but work. Um, and so our team, we got really close because we had to spend a lot of time together, really talking about the company, thinking about the company. Uh, we obviously put in a lot of hard work, but really was an accelerant during that time. Um, I think it would have been a little bit harder to have people focus as much in the past few years before COVID just because there's so much going on. There's so many things to do. Yeah. And another thing about, about COVID is we saw a big rise of remote work companies and, and yeah. other types of, you know, companies, even just, just many, many more small startups that, you know, really need our services. And so not only have we been able to, to, you know, sell to more companies, but also we have more, more growing companies to talk to research, understand the problem and, you know, build for them. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, you know, one thing that I really kind of want to focus in on today is like how Merge is helping businesses all around the world find solutions to global HR challenges through the product that Merge offers. I want to talk about like what what are the biggest global verticals or HR challenges that that you're seeing from the point that you're in where you're kind of like this marketplace almost for HRIS and applicant tracking systems and, and also businesses like Lano. Yeah. So one thing that we didn't really expect when we got started was we were planning and just focusing on the United States. So we did make some opinionated things in the beginning with our API, like state versus region and then like zip code. And then over time, without realizing it, we expanded internationally super quickly. And it did start with Lano. Um, so we got linked with Lano and it was really interesting because it showed us how, um, especially in the EU, working and hiring people internationally is extremely important. That does mean that you have to um, 
work with a lot of different HR platforms. And especially since companies in that area do have to sell to a lot of different companies, not only in the EU, but also in other regions. Uh, it requires the number of integrations that you have to have in order to sell to be extraordinarily high in comparison to other in comparison to the United States. And so we found like a really great uh, customer base over there. And it's been really interesting seeing a lot of companies emerge trying to support all these different companies. Um, yeah, so we, it's been really interesting for us. It was some, definitely a plus that we didn't really expect. Um, and I think COVID is, and people becoming more flexible to remote work has definitely also created a new customer base that, we, that we're excited to embrace too. Yeah, and I mean, from the Lano side, um, being able to utilize and integrate, well, the integrations um, with Merge, um, with, with other HR tools, you know, allows Lano to kind of really improve the offer that they're providing to their clients and customers um, and just opens up that network so much wider. And I'm sure you've seen some examples of that with some of your other clients as well. Yeah. So we've been working with a lot of European companies and also Middle Eastern companies that are trying to expand to America. And through using our integrations, they're able to really um, sell to this customer base that they previously weren't able to get access to. So it's been really exciting helping all these companies grow really quickly. Also learning a lot about them as well. Um, I've learned a lot about Croatia, Berlin, uh, just through these sales meetings. So it's been really, really fun for us. That must be really interesting, like learning all these different ways. Like that's something also in my kind of little journey um, with Lano, I'm also learning a lot about like different countries and the way they're hiring, especially like employment law works around the world. Um, particularly with Lano because it's it's so much to do with like hiring globally but then paying locally and and how that all works and also as someone who who's from one country and living in another the idea of a mini job in Germany was also news to me a few years ago when I first moved here um, are there any other like really exciting or pivotal use cases that you've had um, companies that you've been that you've worked with that, that you could share Oh yeah, yeah. So we actually, um, so <laughs> so we really support. I would say two main use cases, um, and so one of those is this classic use case that we've talked about, where you know we we basically provide what's called a unified API, integrate one time with us, get access to 20, 30 platforms for your customers. Uh, but we've also seen, interestingly enough, another use case, which is an internal clean API wrapper. Some platforms can be pretty difficult to get API access to, or, you know, they built their APIs 10, 15 years ago, and it's not a small feat, you know, at a big company to have to go around and rework that, rebuild it. Um, and so a, a lot of these things are built in, in legacy code, and they can be quite difficult to integrate with. So we've seen various companies, you know, even a church uses us for an internal use case where essentially they want to connect their internal HR system to other internal platforms and using our SDKs because it's so easy to get it embedded. They found that they actually can just use us to wrap around their HR system and extract and push data to other systems that they use again, internally within their own company. So it's a secondary use case to, you know, what we're truly built for, which is an integrations platform for product development. But, you know, we've been really excited to see people using it for all sorts of unexpected use cases. That's really exciting. That's really cool to hear. There is one thing I just want to make sure that anyone who's listening, who's like, what's an API or like, what's an SDK? Could we have a quick, like plain, yeah. plain English, inter maybe just in general, like a, a, non-tech person's introduction to what Merge does. Um, so yeah, an API is an application programming interface. Um, and what that really boils down to is it's a way for, for systems to exchange information. So, you know, an API that a lot of people have seen is 
when you go to a website and you click login with Facebook and it jumps you to Facebook and then it says, do you give access and jump back? It's a really simple, you know, you can semi consider that an API, mm-hmm. um, but then yeah. you start to see, see more advanced APIs probably in a lot of business tools you use where you push export on one system and you see them appear in another system. Let's say, you know, someone signs up for Workday to get, to get on payroll and then you're seeing that same person appear in other systems that you're using. That's an example of an integration. So it really yeah. is a way for, for you know different platforms and different systems to exchange data, whether that's user data or usage data or anything really. And then an SDK is is that's more of a of like a programmer term. It's not as as public, but it's basically a really simple way to to build out a connection to an API. Lano has everything you need to grow your global team. Companies of any size can hire and pay employees compliantly in more than 150 countries. Taking care of compliant contracts, local tax law and international payments, Lano is a must-have for the HR toolkit of the future. To find out more or to book a demo, head to lano.io. What have you what have been some of your biggest integrations or partners like were there any that made you really reach a point where you could go, okay, this is really taking off? Like what's your biggest kind of early stage integration and partnership? Yeah. So I think when we realized that this was a good idea was when we talked to around a hundred companies when we were in our previous jobs, we really wanted to validate that this was something that people would use and find really valuable and that it would actually solve the problem. Um, and the earliest partnership I think we did like a lot of free demos, just trying to test them out. But I think the first official partnership was with HiBob. Um, they were really great head of partnerships there, and he was just super supportive. We didn't even have any funding yet; it was just the two of us. And he kind of he saw what the long term vision was, and so he was really supportive and gave us gave us a partnership when we had nothing. Uh, so that was probably our earliest, and that helped us a lot with future partnerships too. Yeah. And what's been really interesting for us has been, you know, when someone really gets the problem, whether they're a head of product at a company that needs ATS integrations or HR integrations, whatever it is, when someone gets us, they they get it and they understand the value right away. And it's quite visceral for them. You know, it's almost like it's almost like you, you, you it's like you're solving this pain that they felt for so long and they can't get around because they just don't have the resources to build out those 20 integrations. Yeah. Absolutely. I, it, you know, I mean, like it makes so much sense to use an a- to use an integration rather than building your own systems internally. Um, and I and I imagine also making not just a huge difference to like head of product type people, but also those people that are working in HR and actually kind of using that data day to day. People working in payroll and applicant applicant candidate management, um, HR management. Like, have you have you had any golden bits of feedback from those people that are kind of the day-to-day users? Yeah, so what we really hear is a lot of indirect feedback, again, because you know it's kind of like our customers that offer the integrations. Um, but from our customers, we've heard just just really, really good feedback from, from their customers who you know either previously didn't have the integration. I would say one that's been really exciting is, is one of the one of our customers traditionally used CSV uploads and they would just ask their customers to send over a CSV every week or two and they would sometimes upload it wrong and you know they, they had they had a bunch of issues with it. 
And it was just so manual. And if, if their customer forgot to send over the CSV, then the downstream effects of that on the platform can be really, really bad. And so switching over to our integrations, everything became automated. They still have a few people left on CSVs that they're trying to convert. And they said that the whole transition has been like magical for them. And so hearing that feedback, sharing that with our team was, was really inspiring. Yeah, those those bits of feedback are always super important to to remember and and take into account when you're especially when you're having a hard day or like going through a tough period. What um like what have been maybe some of your biggest challenges along the way? There's a lot to do. Um, <laughs> so we're pretty busy. Bill and I definitely work a lot, and our team is really really awesome. They also work a lot as well. Um, yeah, there's just a lot to do, and it's nice having a lot of customers, but it's definitely very busy right now. How how do you like maybe on a personal level, um, like how do you each kind of keep yourselves motivated and and keep yourselves feeling okay when you're when you are when you when there is just like an endless pile of things to do. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, this this company is self motivating because me. This was just a dream for me and Chancy. You know, two years ago, we started talking about this, and you know, we didn't know. Like, we we assume people needed it. We, we but we didn't know for sure. We started doing research, and every day, it's just become more and more clear. And that's all the motivation that I need personally. Like, it's 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 crazy to see people using our platform. Millions of API requests a day. You know, we have we have hundreds of companies, and it's just been you know beyond our wildest dreams. And so the the validation of people using it is, is really it for me. Yeah, I would agree with that too. It's been really awesome seeing how quickly things have been rolling, yeah. um, especially since we launched and came out of stealth. Uh, but I think one thing that also really helps is Gil and I call each other really aggressively. Uh, <laughs> so, so it just helps to have someone like always available, like whenever you need to talk. Um, we're just kind of like our child. And so it's nice to have someone that cares just as much like at all times, 24 seven um, about the company too. Oh, that's really, really great to hear. It does sound like you've got a really special, like you're not just kind of like a random co-founding team. You're like actually friends and you actually really know each other and both bring different strengths to the team. So it's super, it's like really great to hear and to see that, like I can kind of see the special um, bond that you guys have together as well. So it's mm -hmm. really cool to see. <laughs> um, Gil, you mentioned earlier that um, you were a founding engineer for Canvas, previously named Jumpstart, which was where you were working when you and Shenzi first had the idea for Merge. Um, being in the HR and recruitment space as well, is Canvas a Merge partner? Yeah, so the, the CEO of, of, uh, <laughs> of Jumpstart slash now Canvas um, is an investor and they have us in their roadmap to use us. Great, that's awesome. So like your past employers have been supportive of, of your of Merge, which is like super cool. <laughs> supportive all um four co-founders so the so co-founders of his previous company and co-founders of my previous company all of them invested and have been like our biggest cheerleaders it's been really awesome how great to have such strong support and belief in what you're doing um, from past employers as a founding team that represents some underrepresented communities of people i know um you know what it's like to fight for your place at the table and to fight to be heard you've mentioned to me in a previous conversation that diversity and inclusive hiring is important to you. I'd love to hear what that looks like at Merge and also um, maybe how, like the role of tech, I guess, in, in diverse hiring and, and what that looks like both for Merge and then also like what your opinion is on that in the future. 
Yeah. So, I mean, coming from, from Canvas, I, you know, probably my biggest learning was that, you know, you're not just going to end up with a diverse team by doing nothing. You, you have to be on top of it and you have to actively seek it out. And it's been really amazing to see some tech platforms like Canvas really focus on that double down. They've now, you know, fully gone ahead and been like, we are a diversity recruiting platform, which wasn't what they did at first. Maybe, maybe, you know, it wasn't an accepted term back in the day. And I'm actually quite proud. And I think that whole team is that they're able to do that these days and, and really be, be clear about what their mission is. Um, and so, I, yes, I, I love what these platforms are doing. And I think it's imperative to use them. And, you know, we're we're both Shensi and I are huge fans of their blog where they talk about, you know, all the strategies that you have to employ to build a diverse team. Um, and I think that also comes with, you know, understanding and embracing the idea that a diverse team is important, which is something that, you know, both of us bring, but we don't bring all diversity by any means, not even close to that. Like I'm still a white male and I still came from, you know, a middle-class family. So there's a lot that both of us don't understand. And we're, we, you know, we, we know that we accept that and we're doing our best every day to make sure that we bring people onto our team who are able to bring those other perspectives. Yeah, I think um, it's super important to like back up a claim or even a plan to to kind of move, move towards a more diverse workforce um, because I know there's a lot of businesses that kind of say it and then maybe don't back it up and it's like it's like the equivalent of greenwashing. You know, it's it's you have to be backing it up and you're right. Like, yeah, there's so much there's so much more than just kind of ticking one box. You have to kind of be thinking beyond that and like bringing diversity of thought as well. I think it's a super interesting and relevant topic. Yeah. Another thing that we we do, which has been really exciting is, is also, you know, companies that, that focus on diversity and, and social good use our, our APIs, especially the ATS API for diversity recruiting and then the HR API for, for social good or platforms that are enabling, you know, volunteer work and all of that within companies. Um, and so it's been really exciting for us to work with those companies. And, you know, though we don't think this means much, we do offer a discount to any company like that. So if, if any, if any company that's really, you know, doing, doing good work around the world for, for any cause, but especially cause of diversity in the workplace, um, we're always happy to, to offer a discount there and work with those companies to make sure that, you know, they're able to accomplish what they need. That's awesome. And what about at Merge? Do you have like a strategy or a kind of quota or like how do you approach this as as a leading team we're pretty proactive about sourcing um i would say we're a heavy sourcing house and i think one thing that we really try to do whenever we're sourcing candidates is making sure that we are sourcing diverse candidate candidates um yeah and we've started to embrace the the rooney role more and more and and we want that to be part of our process always uh, moving forward where, you know, we, we are always required to consider someone from, you know, a, a diverse group before making a final decision on a candidate, especially for upper level roles. Yeah, totally. And for reference right now, we are a developer tool with 11 full-time people and four are women. So we're like 40% uh, women, which is pretty interesting, especially in the B2B SaaS world. Yeah, absolutely. And Good for you and thank you because, you know, it takes companies like Merge and Canvas to lead the way and encourage others to take similar steps. And you are currently in a hiring phase, right? <laughs> we are. Aggressively. Aggressively across the team. <laughs> yeah. So we're hiring, uh, just for background, in San Francisco, New York, and Miami. 
Um, so if you are like interested in tech, um, you want to join a hyper growth startup, definitely reach us, reach out to us at hello at merge.dev. We also have a careers page. Um, you can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, anywhere. We were down. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and we do pay a referral bonus. So if you're, if you're listening and you know someone who might be interested, great. Can, can you tell me what are some of the key tools and products in the HR and recruitment space? that are like vital for, for any kind of company at the moment in an HR stack? Yeah. So some of the tools we've been seeing more and more would be uh, notably a lot of assessment tools. We're seeing a big rise in assessment. And personally, I'm a big fan of that because it, it's kind of a blind way of testing skills. So I think back to the diversity piece, it really, you know, it, it removes that that first step of bias out of the, out of the interview process, um, which is really important. I think another one in that piece are these, uh, what do you call them? Like the, the platforms where you go to leave peer reviews, like Lattice and, and all of those. Um, those are those are another really great way of getting sort of like, maybe, maybe you know, there's a little more bias in that, but another good way of, of using a platform where you had a bunch of experts that got together and came up with, with a way to, you know, uh, evaluate the, the performance of your employees again, without, you know, trying to take other things in mind, like some, some softer skills or some, some softer things that, that tend to lead to biases. Yeah, that's a really good point. And yeah, I guess, particularly for, for remote or distributed teams as well. Having just recently opened your second office, what has that been like with a distributed team between two cities for you guys so far? So Yes, we're super, super proactive about making sure that everyone is getting to know each other. So we really encourage people to fly to the other office um, past post-COVID, of course, um, and also uh, do a lot of Zoom meetings with each other as well. Um, our each individual office is really, really close. Um, the New York office is obviously a little bit newer, but we, we really like talking, telling stories about the San Francisco office and also like reminiscing about different things that happened just so that they feel like they were there and that they know these people. Um, we're also, we do stand up every morning with webcam. We, yeah, so you're able to see what everyone looks like. Um, you're able to like chat with each other. We do pizza and pit peaks and pits every after each weekend uh, to just like hear a little anecdote about like everyone's like personal lives. And it's a really actually great way to hear more about what everyone's like up to in like on the weekend, make fun of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just been, like super fun. So we do really try to make everyone really close. So it actually hasn't been that difficult making like the New York and San Francisco office feel like it's one. I think obviously it'll get a little bit harder as we start hiring more people that haven't met each other. Um, but we'll, we're planning on doing like an offsite in October so that everyone who hasn't met each other will be able to meet in person. Cool. Well, I mean, I, I think personally that making the culture work across different time zones and different locations depends so much on leaders showing, uh, demonstrating the behavior and culture that they want to see, by example. So I think it's awesome that you're kind of integrating yourselves into this and not just distancing yourselves and um, really taking part. What else is in store for Merge? Like you're obviously in a hypergrowth phase right now. What does the near and far future look like for Merge? Well, we have a lot of features on the roadmap and uh, some are launching out in the next few weeks or so. We move really quickly. So we're pretty excited uh, to make these announcements. And we also are planning on launching a few new categories over the next few months. Uh, next few months, we just launched accounting. Um, that was really exciting. Um, always adding more integrations. So yeah, if you're interested in you know dipping your toes in a lot of different features, integrations, categories, learning more about APIs, definitely reach out to us. 
exciting stuff. And yeah, sounds like another really busy year ahead for you. Um, I'd also really love to hear if you have any advice for other new founders or leaders um, at the moment. Like obviously you've kind of had this whirlwind year or a couple of years um, and you're still in this hyper growth phase where you've got a billion things to do. And I'm so grateful you've taken the time to, to speak to me today. What, if you could give advice to someone who was maybe in your position a year ago, what would that be? Yeah, I, th- I think, um, you know, when we talk about the future of work and, and the new remote norm, um, one thing, you know, when you're really early, there is power in collaboration. And so I think finding a good hybrid at the beginning is, is important. You know, obviously, that's not possible for everyone to be in the same room. Ideally, you know, when you're still three, four people, you can be. But if you can't, at least having maybe an open Zoom all day, just some sort of way to be able to bounce ideas. You know, I, I can't express enough the value that me and Chensi found in being able to just at the beginning when we were making one, two, three hundred decisions a day about our product and, you know, fundraising and how we wanted our culture to be, having that open line of communication was really important. And I think now that we've grown, you know, you see a bit more asynchronous work and it's been okay to not have that, that constant open line of communication. But again, at the beginning, highly recommended. Yeah, um, I would really echo everything that Gil said. But one thing I would also add is that hiring a really good team early on really compounds over time. Um, we really, really love our team. Every single person is a 10x, 10x contributor. And I think that's really hard to find and also pretty rare in a lot of company cultures. And that's brought us really, really far. Every single team member not only makes decisions that Gil and I fully support, but they do it much better than how (laughs) Gil and I would have done if we had had the time. And that's something that we really appreciate every day. That's awesome. And I'm sure that they appreciate you um, acknowledging the appreciation that you have for them. Do you think that Merge is going to open a European office at some point in the future? Honestly, at this rate, like probably it was, it's insane how much we're growing there. We're probably like 50, 60% Europe now, which we did not expect at all. And is not great for the San Francisco sales team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we'll see. I think, I think it's probably a little bit further down the line, but definitely something that's a little bit on our our minds. Well, it sounds like Merge has uh, an exciting future ahead. Definitely one to watch and what an inspiring co-founding team. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Maddie. The State of Work is available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram or Twitter by searching for The State of Work. For more information on anything we talked about in this episode and links to further reading, check out our show notes at podcast.lano.io. Thanks for listening and see you next time on The State of Work.